hear the cracks. Come on. Oh. Crack them. I actually already opened mine, so. Oh. Now I'm like, kind of, oh, my oh my God, you coated your mic in it. <laughs> it's all over my face, dude. Don't, do it. <laughs> Don't waste the beard. Dude. What do you yeah. do? It's fine. Yeah. I need to Turn your mic get off it out then. of my eye. <laughs> and hoover it. Get in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it actually. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, yep, here we are. We're who back. wants to go first? Um, I'm drinking water, so. Feel, do you guys feel kind of rusty right this now? It's really good. I'm glad. Don't, uh, don't mind Jill, the Jalen, why don't you start? No, Talk about that. the abomination you've cracked. <laughs> uh, so I went to the store today, and I didn't want to buy anything tonight just because I think I'm drinking tomorrow, like just during the day, and sure. I don't want to like just waste fucking money so you, for no reason. So I Reserve bought, decision. <laughs> so I got a big, Smart I got man. a tall boy white claw that I ate with my uh, Wendy's uh Bogo deal. Yeah, new uh, deal at Wendy's. This isn't a sponsorship. But, Wendy's, uh, Wendy's, Bogo now? Wendy's, hear me. Bogo deal. I got it. Ghost pepper uh, ranch. Yep. Discontinued sauce from sauce. So that's yeah, not great. They suck. But, or at least, at least our venue, our hometown Wendy's is out. They can't order it. But. Anyways, I, uh, I digress. But um, I went to and I said, "What do I?" I was gonna get another white claw. I was gonna get twisted tea, but, I f- I but you really see. wanted to fuck up your stomach. And I, can't, I can't stand twisted tea, so I was. He's already uh, losing it. I was like, you know what? Look at that natty day looking right in my right in my face, dead uh, in the face. <laughs> when I was in, when I was in school, my sophomore year, my roommate Steve Blood had a nat a warm natty daddy on the shelf for legit. It had to have been until like the end of March. And I think he shotgunned it. Oh. Mm. And it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. But, like, Natty Day is, like, in my brain. I have a Natty Day lemonade. It's not that Supposedly bad. Supposedly it's good. So, I mean. It's not that bad. 8%. It's going to really kick in. Yeah. About yeah, take it easy 20 minutes that. in. I'll be saying outrageous things on the spot. <clears throat> not atypical. <laughs> the usual, you know. I was just saying, I feel, like, kind of rusty right now. Feels like. It's been kind of a bit. Yeah, it has. You know, it it's has been, been a while. I feel like I forgot how to talk about beer. I yeah, know. I know, right? Who, who's going next? I wish I could have beer. Yeah, Andrew, how's your uh, Voss water that you got from the tap? That shit ain't Voss. <laughs> um, you know, it tastes... Shut hydra- up. No one wants to hear. Very hydrated right now. It's sensational. It's like a hydration. Andrew has strep for the 4,000th time, so... Yeah. Not contagious, alone. right? Not contag- I am on antibiotics. I'm fine. I'm Should good be to be good. He's, okay. su- he's super contagious. I'm way better. <laughs> um, oh, I gotta take this. What out. are you drinking? Oh. So I made so an absolute mess cracking this beer. I don't know if it was Andrew that shook it up on the way over. I definitely did not shake up joke. anything. Um, Andrew shook it up. I saw him. I shook it up. Shit. It is. I haven't tasted it yet, but it is called Gakko Zing, and it is a Indian pale ale brewed with gummy bears. I like the can. The, yeah, it's like a quirky can. Definitely weird. Quirky. I mean, an IPA with gummy bears also is extremely strange. You haven't tried it yet? Or no? Okay. That's it does f- sound like a beer I would drink. Sorry, everyone. I just had a sneezing attack. That's fine. As soon as we press record, I got the fuzzlies in my nose. <laughs> and I was like... It's hey, honestly... What do you think? Yeah, is it's it good? It's not too bad. Mm. I would have you try it. Is it more of a sour? Sour no. taste? No, it's like... I know it's, it's definitely IPA, but like, It's definitely one of the sweeter IPAs I've had, but it's not flavored like... flavored gummy bear. It's not like syrupy. It's almost like one of your smoothie beers a little mm, bit. Okay, well, um, I mean, yeah. 
I would probably not. say that's a totally fair description. Of me, I mean, <laughs> no. smoothie beer doesn't exactly decorate the the beverage. Now, does it? Connor? No, but it's kind of like like it's kind of like doesn't a, really make it sound like it's something you'd want to drink, does it, it's, Connor? It's a it's like a hazy. hazy <laughs> what are those shit ass uh, fruit beers that you drink? Uh, it's pretty good. I don't. No, it's not the best beer I've had. Would you say the three point seven three rating on Beer Advocate is accurate? Uh, so it's. Eh. Is it 3.7 out of 5 or 3.7 out of 10? <laughs> it's out of 5. All right. I was about to say. Out of 5. That's not too bad. Five. Yeah, it's like a 3.5, I'd say, out of 5. Maybe mm-hmm. 3.7. Got you. I'm feeling generous. So accurate. Yeah, that point two really is pretty generous of you. It might have gone down a point or so just because it splashed me in the face and yeah, got, got all over, over the mic. my microphone. So. Tried it. But yeah, that's from uh, Virginia. Gakko Zing. <laughs> Gakko Zing, it's such an interesting name. I know. Aslan Beer Company from uh, Virginia. Where is it? Alexandria, Virginia. Mm. By oh, way cool. of Virginia. All right. I went Sour Face by Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company. Shout, Shout out, out Mighty, Mighty Squirrel. Shout out Mighty Squirrel. Still waiting. Good on you. Still waiting. <laughs> I'll DM them soon. Says sent. <laughs> we should Says just, red. We should, just, so. we should just like unsend, unsend every single one. Can you do that? Yeah, you can yeah. do that. They're they're due for Start a new to know. They're due for a new <laughs> message. Oh, you can unsend DMs. I gotta leave right now. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a game changer. Um, True. No more. My bad. That was my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my bad. That was my friend asking you out. <laughs> That's a joke. That was my friend sending you hard eyes and flames on, your, <laughs> <laughs> on the last ten stories I posted. Uh, he really is that Johnny. He's a real <laughs> he's a real yeah. bugger. Wild, uh, wild one on a Friday through Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a transfer pod. We're here to talk transfers. Impacts. Impacts. Kits. Significance. Kits. Maybe oh, even yeah. a rumor or two if you feel like throwing one into the ether. Uh, Jalen brought up Ronaldo to Arsenal earlier before we turned the mics yeah, on. You know, it's just something I saw Sure, you can find it. If you feel like saying something, just say it. But, you know, if you want to talk about something legitimate, that's good too. But, uh, I mean. <laughs> Again, that's also good. I mean, do, I feel like. Do, do you want to talk about United first? I mean, yeah, going to United, jump right yeah. into it. I mean, so obviously we kind of dominated the the transfer window a little bit. Two honestly. big signings, um, <laughs> one six years. But go ahead, <laughs> whatever. Um, we at least we make signings. So um, Jayden, second place is yours, dude. <laughs> it's yours, <laughs> Jaden Sancho. Obviously, this has been done for a number of weeks now. Um, ninety million pounds. I think it was sev- it was like seventy three plus add ons that eventually took it to ninety. Um, a five-year deal with an option for a six. He's on a $350,000 per week contract. I think he's one of the highest paid players right now at United behind De Gea. Um, and he's, oh, so yes, these are high, these are high numbers. These are like, these figures are, can be concerning for any player, especially for United. Cause they, in the past we've made the wrong signings and spent uh, splashed the cash. But I think the fact that he is from England, he's from the area playing for Manchester, Manchester City that was beforehand, and um, he's always wanted to join United. So it's good to see Ole making the right moves. It's kind of like Sir Alex moves in that sense. He's not. I'm not going to try and compare him to Sir Alex, but in terms of understanding the type of player that Manchester United are look, trying to look for, especially from their past, Jaden Sancho fits the bill. Yes, we splashed the cash, but we definitely got him at a cheaper price compared to last summer. Do you think that's – wait, did you say Ole? Yeah. You think that's Ole, or do you think that's what's his name? Woodward being gone and all the new. Well, Woodward technically is still there, but yes, I think the fact is he's still there now. He's there till the end of twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, till the new year. Yeah, till twenty twenty two. So, but no, but we did sign a football director 
who I believe is I forget his name, but he he's worked in the club for a number of years. And that there's definitely other influences, not just Woodward and not just Ole like speaking. There's definitely the an in between. So I think it's the club working well with the manager because you saw in the past with Mourinho, Von Hal, uh, the differences that were were going on between manager and board. So I think this season and over the past couple of seasons, it's been it's been greatly improved, and I'm excited to see obviously Jane Sancho, the most yeah. highly anticipated player. <clears throat> To come to the Premier League. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about because in our group chat a little bit, we were, I, I was sort of poking fun and comparing him to like what happened to Donny Van de Beek, but yeah. there is like a, a pretty large chunk of me that has this slight bit of concern that for whatever reason, he might have trouble finding the starting lineup. I don't know what it is. I mean, he might walk right into the 11 and be there that. game one, but it, there's just something about this whole situation where I'm like, this sort of has disaster for the first month or two, at least, written all over it, where he's sort of disengaged, not really right. active. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Something well, about I how Ole works players in is yeah, weird. Obviously, he has Bruno as a staple. Like, Bruno worked into the side flawlessly. Mm. But, like, some of his other signing, it's just like, I don't know. It's weird how they yeah, but I don't, get him into the side. I mean, they, still, they still have Martial. They still have, like, they still have, like, I don't want to say proven, but Ole has trusted guys, and you don't want to just, like, completely destroy that trust by immediately starting Sancho and putting yeah. all the pressure on him either, yeah you know? I, I don't think he will start him right away but I do think he's going to be irregular and yes I, I agree with you Tristan because I think not just the concern of how Ole works players in but how players work themselves into a new a new league a new club and especially Manchester United there's a lot of pressure riding on especially right. coming with such a high price tag and such a rep- reputation and you saw in the past when we splash the cash it doesn't work out Memphis Depay High, highly anticipated, didn't work out. Alexis Sanchez, a lot of money, didn't work out. Um, Di Maria, Di Maria worked yeah. out for a little bit, but we broke the British transfer record at the time, didn't work out. So, it, yeah, the, I'm concerned. I'm definitely not going to put a, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on him, but I'm very excited about it. And I'm hoping at least for double digits. I'm not expecting 20 goals, 20 assists. I'm expecting threatening, threatening on defenders, Creating number of chances. Oh and yeah! Hopefully getting a, yeah. hopefully getting more assists than goals. I, we yeah. Need, we need players to assist more and assist our forwards. So I think he will be a great impact yeah. on that. So I'm really looking forward. You're, to and that. your point, there's no even real reason to like put a goal or assist number exactly. on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, like yeah. you just want to see a happy Jaden Sancho thriving with the other ten players. You know that's that's the main objective here. It really gives a damn how many goals or assists he gets. You know his involvement's going to be really high. So yeah. even if he's not directly involved in a goal, I mean, which is sort of his bread and butter, but you know he's just going to be doing good things and sitting players down and creating a lot of space, and he's going to be playing with fast players, exactly. and especially if Cavani keeps playing, he yeah. bag a bunch of assists. So, I mean, it's all like written in the cards. It's all right there. It's just, you know, it's just tough. A lot of times players have that difficulty. Exactly. And to your point, he's, he is English, and that's going to help. You know, yeah, he's going to be time. a little bit more comfortable because of that, but... I don't know. Just just throwing it out in the ether. I'm, yeah. I'm probably wrong. I mean, no, I, I totally I right. agree with a lot of like the concerns of, of just the situation. But I think, um, that, yeah, and with Ole, um, I think as much as like I don't know, I question how well he works players into the side. But one thing he is good at doing is protecting players from the media and those pressures. Yeah. Like he's very good one on one with players, keeping the morales high, keeping that team training atmosphere very like cheery like motivated um not a lot of pressure on these guys so he kind of has this like cloak up and like whatever yeah whatever the media is saying it doesn't 
he doesn't yeah. let that get to those players and especially the young ones. So that's something that's definitely going to um, help Sancho. And I think be good for him um, as they proceed forward. You mentioned like the saving the money. Um, obviously you got a better deal for Sancho. Um, no, I said we, I said we got him at a cheaper price tag. Right. That's all I Do said. you think it was worth the headache that happened last year and then not having him for a whole season? So now this has to be the season that you could potentially, all right, not yeah, getting ahead. Yeah. Like we're going to be doing our prediction podcast upcoming Monday. Um, but as far as like, this might be a season for United to chase a title, getting Sancho now versus would you rather have had him last no. year and he could have worked himself into the side that year no. and been peak comfortable in United no. for what, 15 million? mental would have been terrible. No, I, I, I don't, I understand, but I don't think that would have been the best option because old, that was this past season was always, was always, yeah, no, second official season with Manchester United. So I think it was a season for Ole to get a couple signings that work for him. And then it, it's a slow build up to, the, to then getting the players that will get you the title. I mm-hmm. think last season was Ole finding his management style. Obviously, it's still in question, but it's more of maturing. It'll always be in question. Yeah, right. it, it's about, <laughs> but yeah, it's about maturing Ole and maturing the squad that he has now. That way, when... They need to splash the cash. They do it on the right players and in the right moment. So, yeah, back then I was like, why didn't we get him? But I'm honestly happy we didn't get him. I'm happy we got him at a cheaper price tag. And in the direction the club's at right now, I'm really happy with the, with the state that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to move on to Veron unless anybody else has anything else to say. It's a good segue, segue because I think the Veron move also helps exactly. divert some of the attention or maybe unwanted attention or pressure that Sancho has. He also has another big-name player moving into that lineup, probably going to be a starter. So it's not like it's just him. You know, it's a bigger adjustment. Yeah. Not as much just about him, but that could be helpful And for it him justifies the cash spent because Veron's coming True. for such so, a bargain. So I can't the, the price tag shit. is $34 million plus $6 million in add-ons, which equals $40 million, oh. which is a fucking steal. The guy's 28 years old. Um, he has the option to extend it to a fifth year, 200K per week. I mean, the guy's a serial winner. One World Cup, four Champions League, three Super Cups, three La Liga titles, three Spanish Super Cups, four Club World Cups. Last season, he won 98. Uh, Ariel and Jalen right now. <laughs> what, last <laughs> year, his heart out. I'm so depressed. La- last year, um, they he won 98 aerial duels, 52 tackles, 19 total blocks. Real Madrid conceded 28 goals in La Liga. They were behind. They finished second. That's behind. What we in the soccer business call not very many goals. <laughs> yeah. They finished behind Atletico Madrid only by three goals. Who they conceded twenty five. Atletico Madrid who won so, the league. Who won the league? Who play a defensive system? So Simeone. You, you look obviously. There's you, there's the talk about Varane without Ramos. There's a lot of players like that in the football world. But I think when you're going to try and compare. Him got to, slab to the other names that Dude, I mean, when you try to compare him to the other names that get rubbed in that conversation, it's nowhere near that. I think Veron has way more capabilities than people give him credit for, and by the numbers there, they prove themselves. He proves himself in that case, and yeah, I mean, it's going to be a big ask for him to be by him, be without Veron, be without Baramo, Sorry, but I think Maguire coming into his shape at the end of last season into the Euros. Them two together is going to be a great partnership, in my well, opinion. Uh, well, a big thing, like how you just said, like last season's like 28 goals. Like, Veron played basically the last season without Ramos. So, yeah. just that's a testament to like how good he is. Um, 
Vron's also going to play so much better in the Premier League because the Liga is a lot more like, obviously, as we know, like passing, like technical, and they would play around him. Obviously, we know Vron's so fast. He's probably <laughs> one of the fastest center backs yeah. I've probably seen in the modern day. And the Premier League so direct with so much more powerful players, but it is more direct. It's not as much technical tiki taka until, like, I guess he plays City. Yeah, but, exactly. but, but like when he yeah. plays like a Burnley or like anything like that, he's going to chase them down and just get the ball back. He'll be Long very effective with, with leads, too. I think he'll be a huge factor with leads because yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you lack pace in the back. Lindelof doesn't have the pace to handle, obviously, leads his style of play. Same with uh, Maguire. Bali was that type of center back, but. Obviously, injury injury plagues him all the time. So, yeah. Varane's that like perfect fit, and obviously the experience. Yeah, and it's vast experience. And the him. added factor you mentioned how like La Liga they play around him because of that technical style of play, but also um, in La Liga with that um, very tactical technical side of things, he's he's a ball playing center back. He's on the ball. He's good with his feet. He's forced to play out of the back because they want to build um, from back to front. So the fact that United is going to have a player that's assured with the ball at his feet, um, it's going to offer offer a lot of comfort for Maguire. I know he was way better in the Euros about that, but um, just so all the pressure is, isn't on him to play out of the back and um, taking a bit of the spotlight off of him. So Maguire can do more of the dirty work and, um, Varane can kind of make it look easy. I think it does. Besides, like, obviously what Varane's capable of, I think the name in Varane himself takes a lot of pressure off Maguire. The only thing, no doubt. the only pressure Maguire had was the price tag. His name was not as staple as the likes of Varane or other center backs you see around the world. So I think with him coming in mentally for Maguire, it's going to have him, it's going to be relief off his shoulders. And yeah. I I'm very excited to see them work together. I'm excited to see a Maguire after the Euros. Hopefully the form continues. And we have a stable, um, consistent pairing in the center back position. So where I said Jaden Sancho has Donnie Van de Beek written all over it, Varane has Ruben Diaz written all over <laughs> it. Where it's like I have the opposite of the feeling that I, I, yeah. I this is just where I'm like, man, this United could concede or concede like five goals this season. There's some crazy like that. Like it's not really, but when you think about the numbers that he did at Madrid, he made a great point. Didn't really have Ramos there, so you can't hang that over his head. This seems sort of like a sure thing where he could really pretty quickly in a few games become like a top three or four center back in the league and have that be pretty apparent. And maybe another top three or four guy playing next to him if he compliments Maguire really well. And right. everything you guys said about Maguire is true as well. So that one is that one could be the steal of the window right there, I think, my, uh, when, when all is said and done. My last take on Varane and a, and a big factor about helping United out is keeping Paul Pugba. Um, I think there's a lot of talk about Pugba going to PSG, but I th- Sounds like that could be a next transfer window problem, like a yeah. next summer problem. So and recent, not gone, but exactly. I think re, so. The news circulating today was that Pogba is liking what United are doing right now with the moves they're making. So I don't know if he's inclined to sign a new long term deal, but I think a, a deal is in the works to keep Pogba at the club. Has to be because if it, not, just it, to like if he goes, they get a good like transfer a, yeah. deal. I don't think he's. I don't think he'll extend, but I think he'll definitely make a new deal. It's like a two year deal, like a. Basically, keep him at the club for like two because his contract ends out and runs out next summer. So at least a two to three year deal, yeah. not like a five year deal, right, which yeah, I think yeah. is best. I would. I don't want Pugba. I think Pugba needs is, to stay. Needs to stay, but I don't want a long term contract with him because then we because cash out. Yeah, cash him out next next summer. But I think this season he needs to stay. How much will that tug on your heartstrings if you? 
obviously the whole like letting Pogba go when he was young, whatever. And then you finally get him back. You're like building, building, building. Yeah, and then, and then this season he <laughs> goes to PSG. I'd be so, I, when, I was worried about cha- that. Wins yeah. the Champions League. And you're just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would, that would be saying that PSG wins the Champions League, which I'm like, are they even capable of doing that? It's like the same thing looking know. at City now. That's just one of those clubs where I know that's going to be something they're chasing forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, overall, besides that, the only other player that United would really need is a number six, and the works in the works of who that might be: Kamavinga's in talks, Declan Rice obviously still in the market, um, but those two have been pretty quiet. There was the Kamavinga talk in the beginning of the transfer window. He's and too young. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a quiet through. season this season too. I honestly would like I wouldn't be I wouldn't care that much if we didn't sign him. I think it let's keep tabs on him. Let's keep our recruits. I, I feel like Pogba would have to now though. Pogba would have to go for Kamavinga. Yeah, exa- so yeah, exa- I don't think it'd work out. It wouldn't work out in Kamavinga's best interest. Like right. in terms but of But his price tag is only going to go up. It is only going to go up. But if we sell Pogba next season, yeah, he could definitely if he has another season like he just did, he's going it's I think it'll yeah, get yeah. lower. Really? Yeah. No, I won't say a bad season, but I mean, I'm pretty sure he even said it. He was like, I did not have a good a season as when I like, like last year. When he broke onto the scene, basically. And then there's Ruben Neves, who weirdly was in the news like last week, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's like, that's uh, so random. That I don't think that's mad like mad random. A legitimate prospect. So. He's not even yeah. like Bruno Fernandez probably paid someone to fucking tell someone he's like. He's Robert, not even like your true six though. Like he's, he's not, yeah. and that's why I was like, this isn't a player that we need. This play would be Van de Beek. Yeah, at oh. that point, yeah. Why, at that point, <laughs> you're why, buying why, a you're buying that. a Portuguese Van de Beek, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not as proven in my opinion. But Ben White, Arsenal does it. I I had my doubts. I had my hopes that they weren't going to do it, but they get it done. Ben White's going to be an Arsenal center back this coming season. It's a good signing for them. They're Very good signing, signing for them this, this summer. Fourth signing. Arsenal's fourth, getting busy. Fourth signing. Talk well. about the others. Lokonga coming from Anderlecht. That's a big signing for them as well. But I mean, just not, especially nowadays, and that this has always been the case, but especially nowadays, center backs do sort of grab the headlines with transfers. And Ben White was a highly touted player. A lot of clubs were interested in him. So. This is big for Arsenal. I mean, really good center backs in the Premier League are few and far between, and this could be really big for them. That's a huge band-aid they put on a, on a major, major problem of theirs, and there's a lot more problems that need to be addressed. There's a problem with the culture at Arsenal that I think is also needs to be addressed as well. Uh, the front office thing is a massive distraction and, a, and a, not a good thing for the players to be dealing with as well, but they got a good center back. so I think he'll bring that um, tyranny uh, mentality. No doubt. I think those two together are going to mesh really well. No that's doubt. The, they're just hungry. Yeah, the leader part, the leadership that they're lacking, I think that's going to come Ben White could then. be captain this season. Like, <laughs> they could get stripped from Aubameyang, honestly. <laughs> Having an English player coming to be center back, like, I mean, come on. Yeah, the man's a stud. I think also his versatility. I mean, he's a player that could, if they somehow, like, form a semi-steady back line, he's someone who could slide up into the midfield and be a factor for them there, too. Obviously, they have Partey, but Partey had some injuries last season. Um, if, if they run into any sort of a bug and, like, they need Ben White to be versatile, he's he has that leadership, he has that flexibility, um, and he has that willingness to do, do just whatever it's going to take for Arsenal to succeed. Yeah, it's tough to get Arsenal to, like, succeed at anything right now but um i think he is a player that like kind of gets <laughs> good center back is a massive <laughs> yeah. step in is the right Gabriel direction a lefty already i think he plays left center back because yeah, i know Salah like toyed with him on the edge of the box so mm-hmm. they have two lefties it's kind of weird yeah i honestly have never seen that but it's pretty weird we were talking about arsenal and 
Saliba, right? Yeah, so Let him go on I, loan to Marseille. Well, that's the thing. Like you're talking, like you talk about, like Ben White being like obviously being so versatile, but like he, like I wouldn't like if I'm Arsenal, I'd be like if I'm Arsenal, I'd watch and I'd be like I'm, I don't want to pay fifty million for him to be a CDM. I'd be like I want him from like to be a center so, back. Yeah. yeah, and like with him, with them letting like. Saliba go and it's like he has to play that role and like we don't even know what it's what's his preferred role like no Alba from Madrid just said like I really don't like playing center back at all <laughs> and like it, it's yeah. pretty known that he doesn't like but it's just like no one likes playing defense dude yeah, it sucks but I mean definitely you want Ben White to like be 100% for center back and like bought into that position I think and, he will be you yeah. have to see who works well with him because if you're paying 50 mil like you're not switch you're not switching him out you're switching people in with him and so, like, you have to see who works You have to well. build around them. Speaking right. of midfield, do you see Lokonga fitting into this Arsenal starting 11 in the midfield anywhere or being a factor off the bench? Ooh. It's like Lokonga. I have no idea what that is. He's the, he's a player from Anderlecht. They Comes just from Anderlecht. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. I, I didn't even recognize his name. I was like, why? Oh, like, who are you saying? <laughs> um, he seems yeah. like a little bit of a baller. He definitely will play a f- major factor. I think... I mean, in the midfield, Jaka looks like he's on his way out. Roma is sniffing around. So I think that like Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal's, Arsenal's talking to him again, though. Like it's like the thing with Roma's ever since they pure, got the Amazon pure. thing. He's like, no, nah, I'm trying. Uh, to the yeah. thing, <laughs> the <laughs> thing with uh, Roma is like per, like purely like verbal. Like there's no like physical. Okay, so, but yeah, but in that. If it's even if it's really verbal, there's that yeah. there's Jose's, that possibility, and I think antics. DMs only. I, I think he you will up? play a factor, especially <laughs> especially Thomas Partey's like <clears throat> injury. He's been injury prone, so I think the midfield's gonna get swept us uh, mixed young. around a lot this season. Don't have Sabios. Yeah, he, he wasn't really gone. playing at the end. It was not welcome. And the they, they don't have the Emirates. Od- they don't have Odegaard anymore. <laughs> yeah, Odegaard's leave. There's talk. I think talks arose yeah, that they I might that. sign him. Yeah, again. they wanted to sign him again, and well, he I, and he wanted to come back to Arsenal to play. Madrid needs fucking players at this point. Yeah, yeah Madrid needs to get rid of. Like, I mean, I love Cruz and Modric, but like, dude, they like need to move 30, on at some like point. Thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Odegaard was great for Arsenal last season. When like he he was he was fantastic. He was positive. Cruz so is going to be your Eric Dyer. He's never leaving until he wants to leave. I I just don't like that he's comparison not ever, yeah. ever again. That was, that was in terrible. that, when you're like, he's it's time to go, he's like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> got my mortgage. I got my loft. Still wears the same cleats from 2015. No, no doubt. He's not. <laughs> he's, he's different. Remember but, he was like, yeah, I don't really get nervous. Oh, I don't really know what dude. that feels like. Yeah, we're, we're, you're sitting there watching like, what, what do you mean? Like, Whoa. <laughs> but no, I think <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Arsenal with the likes of uh, Lakanga being uh, being signed and then Nuno Tavares, who they also the left back they signed. Um, they have, it's, they're building like depth in their squad, I think, this yeah, season. I think those are role players. And they're all going to play a major factor. I, think I am it, eager so to like, see where you guys put them in your... You know, so, Nuno's not going to play. Yeah, well, I think he'll play in the no, no, the, the, be the rotation. Yeah, It'll be rotation. Oh, I don't know. Arsenal's oh, right. Arsenal's like direction and all the shit they do just seems so fucking random to me. Like the center back makes sense, but like they like have these guys. Like, like one of every three signings is like a hit. You mean? Yeah, you're like, like they dude, they couldn't like, score oh, that goals. That makes sense, but like what? What well, were the other like two? Arteta, like, like none of these. Like, they couldn't score Arteta. goals last season. None of these scream Arteta. Like like Pep. Like you know, like a Pep player. Like you know. Yeah. Like, that's like a good you point. know, like you know yeah. these like certain like like 
You can even say I mean, you know a Tuchel player, like, but like I don't. Arteta marched in there and demanded Lokanga. Yeah, you have a you have a English player, a Belgian player, and you have a Portuguese player. Yeah, that's you're, trying, really. you're expecting them to all come in. Like that. Yeah, no, I it, I think that's where the whole idea with the board to to manager relationship well, it needs to be it's improved. Clicking, yeah. And the whole also it it puts a lot of light on Arteta and like it he gets a lot of free passes if there's one manager. If there's one oh, manager yeah. that we're that we're talking about in the Premier League that manages a huge club and is a former player, he gets a lot of passes more than Frank, I'd even say. I think it's just because Arsenal is in such turmoil. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Arsenal, he, we're 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 arriving to the point where they're just getting a manager and sacking one every two months, and it's like, okay, you have to at some point, right? Like, yeah. Guarantee somebody two full seasons before you. I don't know. But this is his, uh, it sounds like a broken record, but this is his season. I mean, if they don't perform this season, he's gone 100%. Yeah, he has to so. be gone. Potentially. Potentially. I feel like there could just be this rebuilding stamp that's put on Arsenal, though. Like, you know how who, bad it gets over there, though. Those they people, haven't, like, signed, they're not like, well. They have Saka, they, <laughs> Emil well. Smith Rowe, but, like, those are academy guys. Those aren't guys that he brought in. You know what I mean? Those are guys but that are performing. That, yeah. Now, like, could you imagine what would their front line look like if they don't have these guys? What Emiliano. would they like yeah, Martinez is mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah, Emiliano's first name. Yeah, they let him mm-hmm. go. Yeah, he went to Villa, no, Argentina. No, no, sorry, the striker. I'm fixing up the 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 young striker that Tristan loves. Oh, Martinelli. Martinelli. Martinelli sorry, yeah. sorry, Arsenal fans. Yeah. Whoa! Sorry. Don't expose me as like loving an Arsenal player on the podcast. <laughs> no, but that's like your Jesus. favorite. Like, dude. Yeah, those are all. Player. Those yeah, are all. True. Those are all young guys that Arsenal just has the luxury of having without yeah. them. What like Aubameyang's shot. They're trying to create this false hope around Pepe, like he's going to reignite his career. He's 26. And it, I mean, yeah. he, he is 26. No, no, the saying, potential's there, but like... I'm saying like he's past that young... He's not a young yeah, player Yeah, he's not anymore. a young talent anymore, and you still paid $90 million for this dude, and he has like maybe 10 Pepe? goals. Yeah. They paid so, so said, much. 72 mil, right? His Probably best, his like best season was last year, and he got like... Yeah, I think he had like 11 goals. Yeah, so I mean... <laughs> it's like what what is going on? Like last year, Aubameyang's not scoring. They bring on Laka. Laka gets some goals, but then like Laka was their best player the second half of last season. Without those guys, and like I'm pretty sure he's in talks to leave too. No one's happy at that club. I don't know. It just is like so. Yeah, they get Ben White. They they make a couple other signings, but it's like, is this team serious about like trying to go win something, or are they just like, eh? It's Arteta. There's always the FA like, Cup. No well, pressure. <laughs> well that, this is a this is a question about Arsenal that's been going on for a while because when Arsene Wenger was there, it's like as long as we get top four, as long as we get top four, like it's kind of like moving into like as long top as top half of the as league. long as we get, <laughs> it's like slowly building into like but like they're dropping, but like the same like mentality applies. It's like yeah. as long as we get these couple signings, like it's going to keep affecting their club. And we talked about them jokingly about getting relegated, the possibility of that, and like what if they go lower than they were at. The point that they were last season. I mean, yeah, like they were like rel- near relegation last season. There's probably seven or eight teams I'd rather play than Arsenal, or rather not play than Arsenal. If that makes does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, there's eight teams. Like, I would rather I would, I would rather play eight Arsenal. teams rather, before I play Arsenal. Yeah, you'd, you'd rather play nine. Arsenal than play those other. Yes, teams. that's exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Got you. What's in your beer, dude? <laughs> Gummy bears. Dude. He's accidentally <laughs> drinking some of Jalen's Big Daddy or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> Daddy. Um, but, yeah, we can move this on. Um, Andros Townsend and Damari Gray are both headed to Everton. They're toffees now. Damari Gray by way of Bayer Leverkusen. Andros Townsend by way of Crystal Palace. It's not nothing, you know. Two wingers. Everton. 
I talk about team that's getting a little bit deeper now with these signings. You know, those guys might not be starters, but at least they're going to come off the bench. They're looking like a deeper club now. For sure. And I think Rafa Benitez, it's going to be interesting to see how, um, what happens with James Rodriguez, Rafa, having Rafa Benitez as the manager. Is, does it sway him to stay more? Moise Keane is back from PSG. Um, they have a lot of debt. No, he's, like, he's, ba- he's back there. No, he's he's back at PSG. I think they I think th- they signed him. I think they, they? signed. Uh, it's either signed or he's loaned back to PSG. I don't think he's at Everton. I was he watching like Everton. I was watching Everton's like with a burning their passion. training session on like Instagram. I was just like scrolling and it popped up. Is Moyes there? And Moyes Keen was there, but that was like a week and a half ago. Oh, there's no maybe. way. I thought he was. They were trained. They did him so dirty. He wanted to die when he was at Everton. That just was like, like the most miserable human being. Just yeah, like Joshua King. I, I mean, Jalen and I were talking about it. But anyways, Josh they, King. They have a lot of depth. They have a lot of talented players and. Yes, those two signings will definitely help. Um, if I'm Everton, I'm really happy about those yeah. two signings. I really am. I mean, I, my team's doing business. There's teams in Newcastle that aren't doing anything, and time is kind of you know TikTok right now. So time to make some moves. And but I think Rafa Benitez is, is the man, is a guy that like these are players that I want. And right. Yeah. Work with them. Yeah. It's just a matter if Premier League guys. Yeah. It's a matter if they buy into how Rafa manages because he does have a unique management style where he doesn't like i mean gerard like was outspoken about it where he doesn't necessarily make you feel like the most special player Um, he has this unique management style where i'll beat your ass (laughs) yeah but that was at liverpool that was (laughs) that was also like when he was in like now he's probably just like a nicer like older gentleman definitely softened with age right um and he knows how to get results in those kind of yeah he's still there but yeah where He's still, like, he's, still like, he's still at Everton. Oh, okay. But oh, it's no, the headline's dude. like, oh, like Rafa. He's like, oh, Rafa. Like the thing says, Rafa doesn't know. Like he's he's like, I'm still uncertain about like Moyes and like what he wants to do and if he wants to stay and stuff. I like feel that. like it's kind of up to Moyes. I mean, he's, he, I feel like Rafa's not going to be like they go four four two. He's not going to start over Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. No. So, yeah, I don't see that. I happening. mean, he was pretty. I mean. Keane was pretty good last season for PSG. Right, but if he just doesn't want to be at Everton, probably doesn't want to be in fucking, like, playing on Merseyside, to be honest. He just yeah. wants to get the fuck out of there. And he's a he's a player with a huge ceiling. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to watching Everton this season. We always... We said last season, like, they might break top four. That they were floating around there for a while, but I, like, really saw what Rafa Benitez did with Newcastle when he was there, and it was with players that... He just was like, yeah, here, this is what the best we can do. Now he's at a club, financial backing, talented players already. Who knows if a, a lot of those talented players stay, but a lot of talent at his disposal. So Yeah. Damari Gray yeah. is someone that I could see playing pretty well under him. Yeah. Mm. But it's it's make or break for him at this point in his career. So, Jalen, not to put you on the spot, but is there anything you want to say about Junior Firpo? <laughs> That's a good sign. Two leads by way of Barcelona. I'm mean, young, right? He's wicked young. He's uh, he seems like yeah, such a yeah. He's guy. like 24, 25. He's a young dude. He's uh, strong. He's strong. He's from. Uh, I think he represents the Dominican Republic. No he, way, really. Yeah, he used to. He used to represent Spain. I think he switched. Good yeah, he's like he's like tall, right? Yeah, yeah he's pretty he's, big. He's pretty yeah, muscular he's too. The tallest Barcelona. He's not. He's not really like I want to say like technically gifted. He came from. Um, it's either I think it's Real Betis. I think that's where he came mm-hmm. from. He came from Real Betis, and I I think he's pretty. He's gonna fit Leeds. He's gonna fit Leeds's uh, play style so good. He's like a Beasley player, like fit, fit, just strong, athletic. Mm -hmm. Like that's what he wants in a player. He did come from Betis. We called Jalen. 
Yeah. Shout. Yeah, I, I was either that or fucking sporting. They're both green. So. I'm looking forward <laughs> to watching Leeds and their sexy new kits this season. First first game of the year for you. That's big. Manchester Derby. Start, yeah, start with a derby. Oh, yeah. the der- a derby. Oh, Manchester derby. derby, but, you know, a derby. Uh, Billy Gilmore, quick shout, headed to Norwich. I think he's loan. a player to watch this season. No doubt. Spurs sent and Harvey, uh, one of their players, down to Norwich, and he looked fantastic. Yeah, and Billy Gilmore, I mean, he's probably... He's obviously Chelsea's generational. Yeah, he better, he better start. I don't know about that, but Chelsea fans would say yeah. so. He he's their most prized youngster at this stage. Uh, I think it's great. Mount move. Mount is proven, um, but like now, he's as far as that, like yeah. the next guy's coming, it's Gilmore, and I think that him at Norwich, he's going to be free to do whatever he pleases. Um, he had two men as a man of the match awards at the Euros, right? I think he had two. I think, I he think had, you're right. He, he had, had one, one and one. He had a pretty fantastic yeah. Euros. And you know, um, then he got COVID. but Todd Cantwell, yeah. they'll be bossing Todd the midfield Cantwell, down that at could Norwich. Be a good partnership. You know, there was a, uh, one of the Instagram accounts we follow, Coppa 90, put out a question if there's one rule you could change in world football, what would it be? I think the rule I would change would be that a player that's on loan, how they can't play against the club. Yeah. Yeah. club. Like, why would I not want to see yeah. Billy Gilmore play against Chelsea? That would be box office. That's yeah. like, so would be such a cool thing to see, especially if he played well. That's got to be the rule I would change. That's such a weird note. rule. Such that a is, stupid that's a, rule. That's a good shout. Dean Henderson couldn't play against United when Lingard didn't play last season. So shitty. United. Like, yeah. why would you not want to see Lingard play against United? Are you like, are you daft? But anyway, yeah. I no, digress. Less pressure for Gilmore. He's soft. There's also soft. I think it's Connor Gallagher. He's the guy that played for West Brom last season. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to Crystal Palace. Is he? Does anyone know if he's still owned by Chelsea? Because he would still be. It wasn't he a there's Chelsea no, youngster? There's no way. No, I think he was he released. I, think I was going to say, he could maybe be. an academy be, guy that got right. released. I was going to say, he could maybe be someone that's also like Chelsea has rising. Hands on every he was on Palace last year? Or he's going to Palace? He's going to Palace. He was on West Brom. Remember? No. No, yeah. He was on loan. The guy with long hair. He was on loan. Yeah, yeah Sam Todd Allardyce Cal- used to play him. Yeah, he was on loan. He was back at Chelsea like this summer, and then now he's going to Palace. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's probably sold now at this point. Maybe. I don't know. But he. I don't think he's. Gilmore's the guy. Gilmore's the guy for Chelsea, so we're giving it, PSG keep, a lot of shouts. Keep but an eye on him. Alphonse Ariola goes to West Ham by way of PSG. That's a big signing for West Ham. Yeah, good he's goalie. Competition. Okay, he's, he's just not a bad keeper at all. Not at all. He was their starting goalie for the 2019 season. Yeah, and I think him going to Fulham last year was definitely like weird, like a kick in the balls kind of situation. It's like what. Like especially them being relegated, this is a, set me up to fail more. Yeah, like, right. This, this is a better move for, and he saved them. Yeah, he did, and this is a better move for him because West Ham in a much better position. Obviously, going in the right direction off the back of last year. West Ham, Everton, man, they, yeah. these fans got reason to be excited for this season. I'm telling yeah, you, um, definitely. It all depends who also who West Ham sign in the rest of the, on the rest of the pitch because Declan Rice is definitely like a player to be sold. They're summer. teetering, yeah. yeah. He's not, Jay he Langs isn't there. He's not he's not leaving this season though. No. Yeah, so he's he's like a he's like an awkward amount of money. Like he's worth it, but like at the same time he's way too much money for a midfielder at this point with COVID and everything. Yeah, especially and always, what, yeah, what these other clubs are signing, who they're signing. Like It's basically United or Chelsea that are going to get this dude, and they're not going to spend the money. Chelsea's more likely to get it because they haven't signed anybody yet. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're going si- to sign shit. They're locked in on Holland right now. Yeah, they have contact. They don't they're not getting Holland yet. either. I mean, they're not getting them this season, but I think they're making and like trying to get out ahead of things so they can maybe be in the front running next summer. But <sighs> Still think it's going to be City. I don't know. That's okay. a fucking can. It's going to be Madrid when we, play, when we like, Fucking scam and get Mbappe too. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Florentino's going to hit a quick visa scam and yeah. get both of them for 50 mil. Some crypto scam that'll get him make a nice little nice little turn for him. Uh, my near and dear Tottenham Hotspur. I was going to say, Tristan, let's talk, a, let's talk Spurs, like huh? I've been putting it off. Let's talk the Lily Whites. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Lily Whites. Uh, as I say, this is my Charleston battery kit. Shout out. Shout out Charleston. Charleston. Shout out South Carolina. Brian Gill. Shout out South Carolina. Always. <laughs> uh, Brian Gill headed to Spurs. A tricky, skillful winger. Been watching highlights of him all week. <laughs> and you know, like, it, it seems like one of those things where you can never have too many really good wingers because that's a position that gets subbed a lot. You do like for like with those positions. And it seems like Brian Gill could fit in pretty well at Tottenham. We have a lot of wingers playing well right now. Lucas Moore has been our best player in all of our preseason games so far. He's looked fantastic. It seems like you could move Gale in a lot of different spots of the field, which is also nice too. But, I mean, not somebody I'd say is a, makes a massive splash. I think sort of that'll be remain, that'll remain to be seen. Steven Bergwijn has, has had sort of a rough go of it. Finishing's not really been there. Not that he's put in horrible shifts, but I just think, the final, you know, ten percent of whatever he needs to get there right. just hasn't hasn't arrived yet. So there there's a bit of an opportunity in that. He could make all the wingers sharper. You know, he could he could elevate everybody's game. Sometimes that's the effect that the player has and he seems like a guy who could get minutes during whatever the fuck the Europa conference is. <laughs> so <laughs> you get some you get him some minutes then. Uh but yeah, I mean intriguing. He's a, he's a fun YouTube guy that I've been watching some highlights of, so isn't he, like, isn't he like the, the devil young, is gone? Isn't he one of the, yeah. like the youngest like Spanish? He was like one of the youngest Spanish starters. Like. He's very young. I mean, he's like seen as like a golden boy. I don't yeah. know if that's changed because I mean, he's not to downplay my club, but he's now coming to Tottenham. He would, doesn't know if he's going to be a starter, so it's like uh, maybe right. he didn't quite live up to what the Spaniards thought he would. But I mean, yeah. in the same way, it's still a very exciting signing. You know, yeah. Lamella leaves the other I was going to say the yeah. devel. Lamella. The devil is left. What do you <laughs> How do you feel? You know, it's, we're going to have one less worldy goal every season, That's but we're going to have like 10 fewer red cards and absolute <laughs> ridiculous decisions. So I'm, um, you know, he, he loved the club. What I'll say about Coco, which is his nickname, he loved the club. He I, really know, did I love saw Tottenham. that, and I was so confused. Like, who the fuck is Coco? Yeah, everybody calls him Coco. Everybody calls him that. It's kind of, I don't think anybody knows that. But uh, he did love Tottenham, and, he, and you know, he, he had a couple really memorable moments, a few more moments memorable for not the right reasons. But I, I always think a change of scenery is good for somebody, and that might be where his career is at. So happy trails. I'm sure he'll do well. Sevilla, I'm sure he'll bag a couple goals or he'll just <laughs> punch someone in the face in the 50th minute and then, right. you know, that guy. I didn't blame but, it on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pushed my hand in his face. Honestly, Sevilla is like too good of a club for him not to be rude. I don't know. I see that as his scene. Yeah, La Liga's his scene. I just think Sevilla is too good for him. Like, they're just a good, better team. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't see. I can't even see him starting. But yeah, he might be okay not. with that. You know, he might be like, I'm, I'm in, hey. I'm where I'm happy. I'm he's in, a Europa League guy. He'll yeah, thriving. He's, he's away from that that English weather. He's in Spanish. He definitely Spain. seems like a lot Spanish speaking guy. country. That Spanish sure. son. definitely yeah. going to be a a good uh, end of the career. Oh, uh, um, Gomez from Atlanta, Argentinian dudes there too. So he can have his little Argentinian party. It's an Argentine party. <laughs> a little rendezvous. Those parties don't stop. Pierluigi Golini. <laughs> It's amazing. That Pierluigi Golini uh, headed to Tottenham Hotspur by way of Atalanta. Uh, he's going to be either the second or third string keeper. He was with Villa for a while at the academy, left there, bounced around a few other clubs. Atalanta made a couple starts for them, but not many. 
now at Spurs, mainly because we need a backup keeper. Joe Hart was never a long-term situation. His knees might not even work anymore. He might not be able to he's get going out of Celtic. Chair. Or he's going to Celtic. Isn't Gazaniga gone, too? Gazaniga's gone, too, but he's just been picked up by somebody, actually. And that's in the somebody in the Premier League whose yeah. name escapes me right now. I can find um, But, I mean, this is the most wild card of wild cards. And like I said, Alfie Whiteman is our backup keeper right now. And he's also had a great preseason. So he could, you know, he could very well fight and be the second string goalkeeper going yeah. into to game to game one. So, yeah, I don't really know. It's sort of a, a, I was making jokes where we started to, he's also like a rapper. He's been <laughs> featured in like a lot of rap songs. And I think in France, he's like more known as a rapper than a goalkeeper. So that's like, nah, that's not great. But I mean, on top of everything else, <laughs> it seems like he's enjoying himself in training. Seems like he's getting along with the guys. Great. So he's got a cool name. He's got a cool name. It'll be fun to say. Like I said, I'm sure he'll get some minutes in whatever the fuck the Euro- UEFA Europa conference is. But uh, Spurs do making making a couple moves. Not quite the Christian Romero center back signing. I'm really pushing for. But that looks like it's about to get done. And yeah. Romero's pushing for it too. I think he's with this extra money we're getting from the players that have gone. Uh, Toby going to I'll do I'll do hair Fulham. another thing worth a shout yeah what was it you go, he's going to fall fall thank you yeah oh, gotta play him Gazaniga's good I like Gazaniga he's a guys. good he's a good keeper that could Handsome. be another Emiliano Martinez situation where he's going man I'm so much well, happier fall him <laughs> <laughs> it's on <laughs> yeah um so there might be a little bit of a goalkeeper battle there but I mean Larry's still the unequivocal number one I think that's yeah that, that goes without sense. saying yeah. but you know neither Whiteman nor Golini are really number one replacements. Yeah, so this, this definitely Larissa is probably last season, in my opinion. I yeah, I think yeah. so, too. I say, if, I don't know, he's, he's fading. 30, 30, but he's like 35. I'm so glad he won a World Cup with France because he's a keeper who is so deserving of hardware. He just has trophies written all over him as a player, and he's just... Hasn't left. He's denied, been, lo- he's, he's been he's, loyal. He hasn't left. He's been loyal. He's been loyal. But that's why yeah. when he won the World Cup, I was so... I'm like, this is so big. That's why I want a candy when the Euro is so bad because oh. I don't know... <laughs> These guys might not get a lot of other chances, you know. You start and, crying. He's like, he's not gonna win, <laughs> dude. I mean, um, are you, oh, I was gonna just ask you, Toby Otterworld, leave Spurs. Give your thoughts. Happy trails, Toby. Uh, yeah, I mean this this was one we saw coming. This was it. Just pissed me off. This one just pissed me <laughs> off. You think is he made the money move? Yeah, it's just stupid. Like like generational wealth. That's bro. what happens. Yeah, yeah, generational, generational wealth. wealth. But dude, like you want to play soccer against like, like you don't know any. Like mm. I really doubt he knows anyone out there he's just gonna be alone with his family in fucking qatar dude iniesta went to china i was gonna say that's because was, uh, that's because, went to china that's too, because, ra- that's because from West Ham. Oscar, that they're sponsored sold by out. barcelona and the jap the, the japanese chinese. club is where rakuten also um the chinese club yeah yeah, yeah. they're yeah. both linked so that's why he went there i mean i think all the world knows he's got maybe two seasons left in his knees and he's gonna really cash out those seasons yeah, it kind of made sense to me in a weird way. I don't know. I he could have returned to his home and played for a smaller club there. It wouldn't have made nearly as much. So is he that old? He's 33. but he's he's he has a couple injuries. He doesn't. Yeah. He's just not on his, his quickest step. I uh, wasn't. I respect last it. year. He was. I respect, no, I, th- I think so too. Yeah. I think it's a cool move. I don't Still know. Go, 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 do, go to, do your thing. He was linked to United like last year. Two mm-hmm. years. He was last season. He yep. was linked. Yeah. You would have made yeah. a bunch of money there too, yeah. no doubt. Probably could have been used. I mean, it's probably all like spoke the same language as the people. Million. Even the past season, all the world had some great shifts. I mean, there there were not a lot of center he backs. He saved your ass in, a few in, games. In, I really do think he went. He was very underrated the last couple yeah. of seasons. There's not a lot of raw defensive center backs like him. 
sounds sort of like an oxymoron, like a defensive center back. Like, that's what they fucking do, obviously. Yeah, but right. he's, like, old school, you know? He really doesn't take care of a lot of other things other than clearing the ball and shutting down the striker. And I feel like a lot of strikers have had problems with them in the past. because I mean, Vertonghen were so. a great partnership. So. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, Rui Patricio headed to Roma, but Wolves pick up Jose Sa from Olympiacos. Basically, this, just the same. Like, like for like. Like for like. A Go- substitution, but in the form of a transfer. Portuguese goalkeeper. I don't know, though. Can he be Patricio? Patricio was so good in the prime. Trisha was fantastic, and he was so Wolves, too. It's like, why do you see him go? You're Wolves. You're like, what, you finished 14th last season? You're about to flirt with your most consistent player that, like, not having him? I I mean, a lot of that's the player's option to leave, too. Like, it could have just been in both parties. He could be old man Mourinho's at Roma. Yeah. Looks like they have kind of a a club this year. Yeah, they do. Get to play in a different country. Like, by all means, he's played in... Played in Portugal before that, so he's yeah. Portuguese. Yeah, so yeah. it's a player moving on. I mean, the, yeah. Nuno Spieta moved on. He moved on. Players, players coming. You go. know, that's our club changing. You yeah. know, which is a good a good thing. You know, yeah. change in the Premier League is a good thing. Change in any in life as, as as a whole is a good thing. But especially when your club is growing and you you don't have him to come off the bench as a sub, you literally don't have him as a choice in your lineup. That forces you yeah. to make changes and grow and. He knows that, and everybody knows that, and it was very mutual and respectful, and he's a club legend. So Yeah, they literally Good had him. him gone, and then... Boom. Good on him. Yeah. Player to- comes Toblerone. In. Yeah, exactly. I mean, anything else on the radar you guys I, wanted to, by I, way of transfers? I was just going to talk Liverpool, obviously. We've already, do it. we've already talked Genie. That's like a huge loss. We, we've had that conversation. Um, but Liverpool just selling a few players that I think it's about time that we got rid of. Um, one being Harry Wilson. He was a guy just very talented guy. Um, to Fulham, right? Yep. So we sold him for $12 million. So that is a very good sell. Um, I'm surprised that we got that much for him, but he is someone, he played at Bournemouth. He is a deadly striker of the he ball. He can score free kicks. Yeah. I mean, he's, his sets, he's a set piece specialist. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that he never broke into like Liverpool's first team, he he played a few games, literally a handful. He caught that club at the wrong but, yeah. time. If it, if he had if it had been at the beginning of Klopp's, like if he was this age at the, the beginning of Klopp's days, reign, like he definitely would have seen time. Would have fit in great. But the fact that like he caught him at the time there was like Champions League finals to be played, Premier League titles to chase, there was just no chance that he was breaking into that vet, veteran midfield. Um, but the fact that we got twelve million, as much as like Liverpool's not doing business. It's easy to forget that we did sign Kanate in the beginning of the transfer window, but that was already settled like mid mid winter last year. So I want to see Liverpool do more, but we also let uh, Marco Grujic go. He's a guy that I really struggled to watch play. Um, signing, yeah. <laughs> Klopp signed him, and Klopp played him in the early stages, and I could not stand to watch him play. Um, I wish that. He kind of left like two or three years ago. He was on loan last season, but now he finally exits the club. I mean, best of luck to him because he was young coming in. You had to put the faith in him. But as far as it just, it was time time to go. Like Harry Wilson had a better chance of breaking into the side than he did. He was just there, and um, he's just hanging out. <laughs> I don't know. I want to. I want us to add more attacking firepower. I think it's time for. Arigi to probably part ways soon, but um, Shakiri's on the way out as well. Yeah, Shakiri's going to be leaving, which I mean. 
yeah, I don't know. Like that's it's time that he leaves. I think it's just he's kind of like a role player. Hasn't he milked the club of enough? So yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, like he's he's just there, and it's I'm pretty like, sure he wants to he wants to leave. Like, and like I get that yeah. he offers depth. He does have like a spark in him now and again, but it's just like we as Liverpool, we need to be making if we are serious about competing with the likes of Manchester like, City, Chelsea, United, all these big guys, big names coming in. We need to be having that next guy up that's also like a high caliber player and it's not that Shakiri wasn't that but like he's old now I don't think he has it in him we need someone that's now next up that is like all right oh fuck they're bringing they're bringing who in they're bringing who on um that's where it needs to be even if he is a second tier winger uh midfielder but so yeah Gruich and um Harry Wilson depart happy trails and um I'm hoping for business. Hoping we get that little bit of money. You guys, have, you guys got two weeks. Yeah, get some shit. Done. I don't. I don't know. The window we'll closes see. very late. August 31st is when it closes. So we'll go past. Yeah, they the have, but like just till the season starts, they need to make it. like, which is like kind of shitty because it's like they're not even taking into account that like we have a fucking podcast to like put up. Like, don't be doing <laughs> it like a crazy deal after we've put out our season <laughs> previews where yeah. everything gets fucked. They're yeah. gonna sell Kane. Make me look like that. an idiot. Yeah. Idiot! How for, dare for they? Grealish is gonna go to City, and then <laughs> we'll uh, do another stories. podcast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, other than Liverpool, City officially put a bid in for Jack Grealish worth a hundred million. Um. He be he'll be become the most expensive Premier League signing if it goes through. And well deserved. Where would he even play? Do we think that's well deserved? Oh yeah, Jack Grealish yeah. deserves. Well, think about it. He does deserve that move. He deserves. But is is does it deserve to be the highest paid Premier League move? Oh no, uh, no. I, don't I mean Kane, if he leaves. But it's also would Kane deserve licking his lips over here. Obviously, I think Kane would be deserve to be the highest paid. But it's also like we'd see none of that. It's money, man. So it's, it doesn't even matter. It's Manchester City's a hundred million. So like realistically, to the money. other yeah, to the other teams, it's more like eighty million. I think yeah. I wouldn't say I don't think Kane does. I wouldn't say Kane deserves. I guess now, like if you're looking at current players, yeah, he deserves it. For me, like there's two of players all time. And Mbappe and Holland. That would be like Holland. Did you hear his comments? It was like He's rumored so at 175. That's a lot He's for like, one person. It's a lot for one player to get. But I'm not really like against the idea. Of that. <laughs> I like that guy more and more uh, every day. Yeah, he's like, I hope they're just rumors. He's, he's, like, just he, he's like, I haven't talked to my agent in like a month. Yeah. So you guys keep making things nah, that yeah, just staying, like aren't true. He's got to stay. His agent, the worst season. person alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mino. The literal earthworm scum of <laughs> that dude makes football. that dude makes so much money on a daily oh my basis. Can you imagine like he's what he's wearing a, a dirty shirt that he makes like, for Holland? Yeah, he looks like a he, he doesn't take disgusting. care of himself. Like, can you wear a nice shirt, dude? Like, please. You're at dinner at the nicest restaurant in Dubai with Holland. Can you like not have like dandruff on your <laughs> fucking wearing, shoulders? He's wearing a white shirt with Lululemon joggers. And yeah, like old, old sneakers. He's literally so cool. <laughs> and sunglasses. Um, that he? Night. Does he have an age? <laughs> I don't know. No, he'll be around till like he's. Yeah, his health will never yeah. fail him. Yeah. He's between 25 and 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's yeah. where we leave off, right? That's pretty. I think that's there's, a, there's a lot of missiles. Oh, Crystal Palace. Um, you had some comments on that? It made yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I'm not, I can't name the players that they signed, but they've brought in what, like four youngsters? Yeah, they brought in um, four young essays. Vieira. Vieira making some moves. And Van Onholt's gone. I Van Onholt officially has left. He's going he to go? Cal- Galatasaray. Ugh, I hate when people go to Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think it's such a boring ass league. Yeah, because they win every year. 
Yeah. No, the Galatasaray hasn't won in a while. It's all the last few. It has been um, Fenerbahce's in the, in the works. Also, Besiktas. Actually, I think That's the last. I think, I think the. Right. I think the most recent one was someone that hasn't won in like a while. A while. Wow, yeah. yeah, there was Things a few of those over there in Turkey. Uh, huh? Things are going mad over there in Turkey. Scary. Yeah. Um, might, have oh, check, might have to check in a little bit more this season on Turkey. <laughs> sweet Turkey about sweet. that. Was it Kanate? Uh, tweeted about Kanate. Tweeted about that. About Turkey. This said like. What do you say? It was just like it's going off. It was just like a prayers of like for Turkey. Oh, right. I was like, I don't know uh, what's going on. I did research. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. Um, but yeah, with Palace, I think it's just like they bring in like four pretty, I don't know, touted youngsters. I guess nothing proven yet, but a lot of upside there. Spent thirty five million. Arsenal spends fifty on one player, and it's like I don't know. It was just a little. A little banter in the media. So, um, I don't know. Palace always has a way of having their youngsters break onto the scene. We'll see if they can get these guys into the side. So, Well, you know Roy Hodgson, the young anymore. guy to merge them into the lineup. Right. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to speak to the kids? Right. <laughs> who's going to tell the war stories? He's Hello. So, he's so, to motivate these guys. <laughs> Tell him about his time at Inter. He walks in and sees right, Isaiah and Zah goes, Hello. 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 How are you, Dreads? <laughs> have you, you watched, have you watched them this month? <laughs> Be like, um, no, Roy. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, boy, that's not how it works. Um, so is that all? Everybody, yeah. All we got. I mean, Looking ahead? Yeah, looking ahead. Uh, we have our yeah. No Holds Barred preview podcast this coming <sighs> Monday. Gloves are off. Yeah. So you can look for that Tuesday morning probably. It's probably going to get heated. If I know it'll I'm get heated. If I remember oh, last that, oh, I'm just gonna last shit time on we United. did this. Yeah. And what we should do in, in the meantime is figure yeah, out how nice. we did from our picks from last season because I really would like to know. I need to re-listen re- to that episode. Yeah, as much as I actually don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I put like Sheffield like ten. Cringing, so. I think got Sheffield no, winning the Champions <laughs> no League. So. Oh my god! Uh, and then we have our first live watch, which is yeah bananas, and that's gonna be August fifteenth, Tottenham Man City. So that'll be probably not that fun 11 for me. 11.30. <laughs> uh, 11.30. Guys, the Howlers podcast at Twitch. On Twitch. At the Howlers on podcast. Twitch. On yeah, Twitch. Yeah, you got to check us out Twitch. on Twitch. That's where that live watch will be taking place. So, And then shortly after that, we're going to be in the full-fledged Spanking studio. Oh, and yeah. And shortly after that, you guys are going to also be in a cardboard box on the side of the street. <laughs> yeah, you guys might be in the street. Living in the top of Franco's in Waltham. All personal yeah. stands, if you guys need to Half live like in my cafe. studio apartment. Five dudes, one bathroom, <laughs> one, bed. <laughs> one bed, <laughs> one everything. Uh, it's the offer still stands. Uh, obviously, we greatly appreciate that. Sounds Guys, good. follow the Howlers podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. Um, we're there. We're live. LinkedIn too. Check us out. We love you, and we'll see you guys very, yeah. very soon. Check us out. New season coming up. We're all jacked up. It's going to be a good one. Season really two. pushing. We're pushing hard. Some changes on we the got way. Renewed. See you soon. Cheers.